a little bit of the bubbly. Give me a hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Phenomenal Forum. I'm your host, Matt Weinstein. Joining me on this Thanksgiving Eve to break down Survivor Series, the big homie, Mark Sanger, the modern-day Klimaraja, Chris Klimazuski, and not such a big deal anymore that he's back, Drew Servideo. You listeners, it may be a big deal because you haven't heard from him in some time, but we heard from him last week. We cut an episode. We had it all out. Survivor Series uh, predictions, about an hour and a half. And somebody dropped the ball. What ball? Dropped the ball. And he's not even paying attention. Clem sends me some file like, that's, you know, bigger than my house that I couldn't get done. And then he finally sends me a new one, like two hours before Survivor Series. <laughs> I'm a working man now, man. I got, I got, a, I got a full time job. Well, I got three jobs technically now, if you want to say that. But I'm a working man. What can I say? I'm sorry. Bad guy, bad guy, Clem over here. Look, that's. I just want everybody to know, because I don't want people to be like, "Oh, Drew's back. Why? Why are? Why don't they sound excited? How come it's not such a big deal?" Because we did the whole spiel last week. You just nobody heard it. <laughs> so I needed to get that out of the way. So there were two monumental events in wrestling this past week. One arguably a little bigger than the other. The first one, Drew's back on the Phenomenal Forum. The second, the end of Survivor Series, the, I guess I'll say, official retirement of the dead man. 30 years of The Undertaker, the final farewell. I, I thought a lot about this. Uh, I had a lot of things to say. How'd you guys feel? I don't I, I want, like, I want, we were all a little surprised that I was gonna say I want to believe oh, Mark, you go. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. I think we were all a little surprised that like it actually happened. I know Drew, not Drew, Drew was not surprised. Drew called it. I don't know if I called uh, that shit. I don't know if we have the footage based on what I just heard from Matt and Clem, but uh Drew definitely called that it's actually gonna happen. I think that uh, the rest of us were skeptical. Clem was saying he wants it to happen, but I think we were all a little skeptical if it was actually going to happen or not. But yeah, no, he, he called it. He, he had some guys in there, like the Godwins that I've never heard of. So when you see people like that, it's like, all right, this is actually happening. No, I, I, I'm, I'm happy it's done. But again, we saw this before at WrestleMania. You know, he put the hat and the coat and everything in the ring. And we thought that was the end. That was the end. But no, it wasn't. So I'll give it like a year until I'll be like, okay, Undertaker's officially retired. <laughs> Nah, they're going to put him in the Hall of Fame next year, and then that's it. I think they'll wait, depending on if there's fans. Because I, I was a little disappointed that this whole send-off was, was disappointed for him that the whole send-off is without the fans. I think yeah. the execution probably benefited from it. It was, also, it was also weird. It was super weird, and I'm going to get into that. But just the fact that for 30 years, to culminate – arguably the greatest career in the history of wrestling to go out there and talk to nobody and talk to a camera. It was weird. That didn't help it. But to begin with, it was weird because all we get Mike Rome announce all these guys coming to the ring, which was cool. And I enjoyed. And then 
they cut to the video package. Vince comes out. All these people are gone, and we didn't see them anymore. And then Undertaker did this thing. I thought maybe people would have things to say. They just made it was an extra fifteen minutes that you didn't really need. And Kane was the only one in gimmick. He came fully dressed. What's that about? I I thought like the way I saw everyone coming out. It's like oh suits looks nice presentable. I'm like oh. That'll be funny. We haven't seen Kane without a mask in who knows how long in the WWE ring. He'll probably wear a nice suit, you know, being the mayor and shit. Comes out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, he's the he's the only one dressing up. I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> it, 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 it did feel like it felt unnatural. It felt weird. I think when Vince, when, when it just like pan, well, we went to commercial, we came back and Vince was just in the ring and they were all gone. Like, they probably should have been on the outside of the ring or on the top of the ramp or something like to pay to pay tribute. I, it just didn't make sense. They were all gone. And yeah, also, I think also like we didn't have Edge, we didn't have Batista, we didn't have John. Like we could have gotten bigger people. Well, I think that the, some of the names they got were huge, and you know, other names like the Godwin, Savio Vega, not as big names but closer his, his to The Undertaker off screen. So it makes sense. You know, there's friends. Um, I heard Edge yeah. was backstage. He just didn't, they didn't put him on screen. Um, no, that's smart. That's smart. And I got I, guys like Batista, guys like Cena, probably they're not there to begin with. So to travel, I don't know, but I guess the other people did do that. So who knows? Um, What's the number down in Florida that were there now? I would think so. I would think some of them, some of those guys were down in Florida. I don't know, because I, I had read uh, earlier in the week we were going to get Angle, too. He wasn't there. I heard that, too. But, um... Angle, did you guys see Angle looks like in incredible shape right now? Oh, he looks yeah. yeah. I did see that. I don't, know how, I don't know how he moves around, but, you know. Have- yeah, I mean, he's dude's a machine. I'm sure he's in great shape. Matt, we have our first comment on Facebook. A comment? Have we ever had that before? No, I think this is like our first one. I think Jay, no, Jason roasted us last week, but like this is our first official like comment. Comment. Uriah Gambini Warren commented and said that yeah, I agree. The Undertaker should have waited till after COVID was over. All right. Um, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know if it's they needed to wait because I think you wanted. To, you wanted to do it 30 years of Undertaker. I'm not mad that they didn't wait and they did it. Just it's unfortunate yeah. that that's what ended up happening, that this was the hand that they were dealt. Um, did you guys see the Undertaker cameos? I saw a few of them on Twitter. I did not. He, he had set up a cameo account and for $1,000 each, he was going to do 30 cameo videos. And they they were all done, and it's so funny. Like Brian Alvarez, he got one for his grandmother's birthday, and it's hysterical. <laughs> He's in full gimmick with the lighting. Drew, I'm surprised you didn't see this on Reddit. And he no. looks up with the hat and just goes, "Hey, Granny, <laughs> it's the Undertaker." They were, at, or there was one. It was like, "Hey, John." I heard you're a real good baseball player. It, they just got more ridiculous as it went on for a thousand dollars a piece. One of the guy's names was All Elite. It was like All Elite Scooby Doo. All Elite Scooby Doo. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, it was. But it, it would be one thing if he was like, "Hey guys, this is Mark Calloway. 
you know me as the Undertaker, happy birthday, grandma, whatever. Hey, granny. <laughs> and he told me, he was like, and if anybody gives you a hard time on your birthday, you tell him the Undertaker's going to come find them and they will rest in peace. That's <laughs> worth, do you think that's worth $1,000? Look, if I, uh, if so I funny. Need to blow, I would have I done sure. it. Sure. Right. One of three. But, I thought what? it was outrageous. If you get a chance, just Google, you know, go on Twitter. They're all there. It's like I found a 15-minute video. Somebody took them all and edited them all together. Um, <laughs> it's on Twitter. Find it. Um, so the Undertaker officially done. The whole time he's cutting his promo – and he's posing. I'm waiting for somebody's music to hit or the lights to go out. And it not that I wanted like a Bray Wyatt or somebody like that. I told you guys the only way I'd be okay with it if it was AJ because that's the match that we never got. But I was it wasn't even oh, I want this to happen. I wanted I don't want it to be over. It was just that I couldn't believe that they were really going to pull the trigger and be done with it. You know what I mean? Like in the back of watching that whole thing in the back of my yeah. I was thinking like what you guys were saying. I said it last week. I don't want him to have another match. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, someone's going to come out, whether it's the Fiend, uh, someone, you know, Sting, AJ, whoever it is. I felt like someone was going to come back and come out in the back of my mind. But I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really happy that they didn't because now it's like, okay, his career's done for now. Air quotes. People can see me do that now. Yeah, nobody nobody ever officially retires in wrestling. It's just, I feel like it was, it needed to be done. I'm glad he got his moment. It was just handled weird. Yeah. I mean, that, like, but what else are they going to Yeah, whenever, whenever you hype up something like this, you know, whenever you hype up something like this, you, you, you just feel like it's not actually going to happen. Like, the way they were, like, advertising this and portraying this, it was like, Something's gonna happen here. That's gotta be. I actually want to compare this a little. I want to compare this a little bit to um, Avengers: Infinity War. When when Gamora dies, when Thanos throws her over the cliff, I'm sitting there thinking, this doesn't matter. She's gonna get brought back to life somehow, and she wasn't. She got brought back in a different way. It's a whole convoluted storyline. These are all huge spoilers. It's, <laughs> Infinity War was in 2017, whatever it was. If it, you haven't know. seen, like, ugh. it wasn't even Endgame, so that's not the point. I just point is, like, continue. So for me, when that happened, I didn't I didn't have the emotional investment that Gamora just died because I knew she didn't die. But it turned out she did die. It was a, it was a version of her that did die. But it was similar here with Undertaker where I didn't I feel like I wasn't properly emotionally invested because I didn't think it was real. In the moment you wish you yeah. cared more. You, yeah, do you kind of understand what I'm saying after all that? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Because so in in outside of Marvel terms the way you felt, you didn't give it as much attention because you figured, well, this isn't really going to be it. And then when it was it, the fiend's like, wow, going to show up. I guess I yeah. should have. Now it's like, oh, realized what yeah. we had here. I feel you. I feel like I kind of felt that like ended, and I kind of because I was looking ahead the whole time. I was looking for who's coming out, who's coming out. Then when nobody came out, I was like, wow, this is this is over. And I was worried about some sort of swerve. Uh, so that ended Survivor Series. We had a six-match card. All together, I feel like it was, I would say, a positive more than a negative. Um, we'll, go, we'll go match by match. Men's five-on-five five starts to show off. 
Team Raw sweeps Team SmackDown. I feel like it was inevitable that Raw was going to win this. They just had so much more star power. But why did they... I'm not even going to say why did they, because I honestly didn't hate it. I I think it was a good move to have them sweep Raw. Have them sweep, have Raw sweep. No, it was, yeah, it was definitely a good idea. Like... It just, but like you said, like, I, and that even shows to the point you guys were talking about, like, oh, why didn't they put Daniel Bryan on the on the SmackDown team? This is why, because they had the story of them sweeping all of SmackDown. You know, you couldn't believe that Daniel Bryan couldn't pick up a pin. You know, everyone else, you can be like, oh, okay, yeah, this this is real. Like, you could be with Daniel Bryan. We all know Daniel Bryan's one of the best to ever do it. And to say he swept the whole team without getting at least one tag from Daniel Bryan, from one pin from Daniel Bryan, doesn't make any sense. But I do like this kind of storyline, because now it's, this sets up possible other things as we saw in Raw, you know, we now have Riddle, Keith Lee, and AJ Styles all in the, going to potentially fight for Drew's title. So I, I it's something different, and I, I like it. I like it. I think my problem here is, I feel like Survivor Series used to build storylines where it'd be like continuity, and we would talk about it, and like, and then Raw would get the bragging rights, but it doesn't really matter anymore where, it probably won't be mentioned again in like a week and a half that Raw swept. So like in one aspect, it makes SmackDown look really weak. In another aspect, it doesn't really matter. Yep. It doesn't matter because there was no storyline for the SmackDown team going in. They just put a team together and said, all right, go for it. Yeah. yeah and the other thing, Raw filled their team. I think by the second Raw after Hell in a Cell, they had five guys. SmackDown added Otis as their last man two days before the show. It was on one side, Raw, you could say, you know, they took it seriously. They acted as if, you know, winning is a big deal. Same with the girls. Right. They acted as if, you know, this is a big deal. We want to win brand supremacy, whatever. Whether it's a big deal or not, they acted as if it was. Where on SmackDown, it was like, it was an afterthought. It was, uh, I guess we got to put a team together. Now, the first elimination, uh, highly regarded, highly questioned, Seth Rollins, to his knees, says, what, what did he say? What were the exact words he said? Finish the job. For the, gr- for like the greater good. For the, was it for the greater good? I feel like he said something else to Sheamus. Either way, Seth Rollins takes the most devastating finish in professional wrestling, the brogue kick. And he pretty much eliminated himself. He asked to be eliminated. How did you guys feel? strange i was like what's going on i hated it but it also didn't make any sense to it i think we talked about this last week it's like you know with the whole thing i think they just needed to space this more out because it was like to put seth on team smackdown after he's been on raw for four years it was like a little bit confusing like oh he's he's really gonna have some uh some uh what's the word i'm looking for loyalty to smackdown when he was just on raw for four years i mean me some slack. I mean, like Mark says, with the continuity. I mean, like, it was really that believable. But it was just weird, though, that he was just like, take me for the greater good. It's just, I was like, come on. I want to see some wrestling here. Let's go. I didn't I guess I'll pay $9.99 a month for this. So let's go. If you want to, like, make sense of it, he's going off TV now for Becky. But it's just, I feel like you don't do that there. Like, in Survivor Series, they, they obviously – 
they advertised him to make you watch, to make you think SmackDown has a chance because they have him and Kevin Owens along with these other guys who aren't that credible. And then it's just, he just gives himself immediately. You look over and it's Otis, Corbin, Jey Uso, and Kevin Owens. It's like, this is kind of lame. Yeah. Hopefully that bro kick sent him back to his old gimmick. That's what a lot of people, they were like, hopefully like when he comes back from being a dad, which is probably going to be freaking months from now. Probably Rumble. He'll probably be back for Rumble. Think I would say, yeah, I wouldn't doubt Rumble. Yeah, leave him out, then he's a surprise Rumble injury. At that point, that's almost two months. Yeah, that's reasonable. Um, I like Daniel Bryan took off six weeks and he was back, or that was the plan at least. And I don't know what he ended up doing. It might have been more than six weeks. Was that for his first kid though, or his second kid? Yeah, the second kid. This this past summer, second kid. They know what they're doing at that point. New parents right here. Congrats. I'm sorry. Clem, Clem has all the fatherly experience in the world. Um, <laughs> and like so, like Clem said, it makes a lot of sense that it wasn't Daniel Bryan anymore because they were going to get swept. So you, you put in notice instead of Daniel Bryan. That makes sense. But it's just, I don't know. It, it didn't right. sit right with me. Um, so I have my first, this, I think you can make the argument Rollins like the same way after he lost to McIntyre in the spring, he came out on Raw all disheveled. And it was, that was also after yeah. the pregnancy announcement, but he was like, he had lost a feud and then he was kind of a mess. And being that this Mysterio thing, I guess was the feud right after, that's how long it's been going on. He lost the Mysterio feud and he lost to Murphy back to back. Maybe that had something to do with it. Also the fact I heard... I don't know how credible this is that he's just so against working with Matt Riddle. I, uh, I don't know if that's a, I think it's like issue. a, I don't know if it's an in-ring issue, but like during the draft, uh, like Seth went to SmackDown the first night and Riddle hadn't gotten drafted yet. And I think Riddle had called out Seth Rollins or somebody had somehow their paths had crossed and Seth Rollins was quoted as saying, look, I, I could never wrestle him ever. And I'd be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, he said that on the bump. He said it on the bump. So yeah. maybe, maybe it was in character, who knows. But if that was him being like, look, I'm not, I'm not wrestling him. But I feel like they could have just not been legal at the same time if that was the case. So I think it's a stretch, but it was worth mentioning. You see his eyes were closed in the corner. The, the, the little thing where... Matt Riddle went to the corner and they showed Seth Rollins. His eyes were closed. Like he wouldn't look at them. It was like a whole thing. That's us. Awesome. It could be a storyline thing. Uh, I don't know what it would lead to. But anyway, so Seth gives himself up. And then the rest of SmackDown tries to fight them off. Team Raw with the sweep. Uh, like I said, they were so they were so heavily favored. I feel like the, so much of the story was on Team Raw. Will they be able to get along? And realistically, they didn't. They all kind of did their own thing. Um, but now it's leading to, like Clement said, you know, next week we have Riddle versus Keith Lee versus AJ, triple threat. But I heard, which is weird, because I heard the rumors that Braun is going to get the title match at TLC. Yeah, so that's what that's what Meltzer said. I, I don't believe that. Hey, you guys, like, I like, well, Dave Meltzer is like the only guy who reports shit pro wrestling ever so like you got to take what he says with a grain of salt but it's also to be like oh it's dave Meltzer. like you got to kind of believe it yeah he kind of alluded to Strowman like interfering in the triple threat match next week kind of just 
destroying them all and then eventually getting that title match. But it makes sense. Well, one thing I did like about Tavares here with Team Raw is they all scored an elimination. I thought that was pretty cool. They all got one. I didn't notice that until they said it on Monday night. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, did I? You know, everybody got their stuff in. Everybody looked credible. So they're, they pretty much made it as if they're equals. Because, you know, if Braun or Sheamus say – or AJ – say they got two or three eliminations, they'd come out the next day and be like, I carried the team, whatever. Everybody carried their own weight. Um, yeah, so Strowman's suspended after headbutting Adam Pierce, And you know it's a, it's a work suspension the same way Orton got, got fined a couple weeks ago because they said he suspended for an undisclosed amount of time or – or until further notice, like when they, when they find Orton, he said he's been fined an undisclosed amount, which means he, he didn't get fined, but we're telling you he did to, so look, there was consequences to what he did. Um, the next match I really, really enjoyed the street profits in the new day street profits with a big win. How'd you guys feel about that? Uh, I called it. I called that too. Yeah, I mean, it was 50, 50. I'm not very impressed. Clem. <laughs> Oh, very good match. You knew that, you know, like both of these tag teams, they haven't really faced anyone credible in a while. You know, this is the best of the best. You're taking the two best tag teams in WWE right now, and they put them against each other, and it, it was a fantastic match. I, I expected nothing less from this match. I took the new day. <laughs> I also did. It was um, a very good match, though. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was really good. The match it was, was cool great. When, uh, What's his name? Hit the trouble in paradise. Uh, the yeah, the trouble in paradise was cool. Yeah. Um. Again, my only issue, and I had talked about. I had said, you know, I hope they don't do it. They bring Big E out with the new day. If you're gonna split them up, do it. If look, if you don't want to split them up, if you want to keep Big E with the two of them, that's good too. Then he left for the match. He didn't stay. And for then the he match. wasn't even there. Right. Make a decision. Either. Go totally in on a New Day split or don't bother and you keep them together. Because now, because the fact that Big E hasn't done anything on SmackDown in weeks other than backstage segments with the Street Profits because the other two New Day guys are going to wrestle them. It was just to keep that story going. He hasn't wrestled. Why do we care about Big E as a single star moving forward? Because they haven't proven that they're going to use him. He's just, oh, that's Big E of the New Day. Soon he's got to be Big E, the wrestler, the singles guy, or you just put them back together. You got to decide. I guess that's why Big E wasn't on Team SmackDown also, just to not get pinned. But I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, know, I don't know what the plan is for him. I can't imagine there's any sort of plan right now. <laughs> no. Maybe a strong showing at the Rumble, but that's it. He'll beat Sami Zayn eventually. That's, that's the plan. Uh, that's possible. Speaking of Sami Zayn, he takes a loss to Bobby Lashley. And what I, I was just hoping it wasn't a squash match. I figured Lashley would win the room. I had read something earlier in the day, the rumors that it was going to be a squash match. And I was annoyed going in. I thought they booked it perfect. Yeah, yeah it was good. They had really, it was two heels, but Sami Zayn gets outnumbered. The whole hurt outnumbered. The whole hurt business was out there. He's got, you know, he's got grievances. He could say, look, it was four on one. MVP tripped me, put his hands on me. And the loss doesn't hurt him. He can just continue to run his mouth and complain. 
I think it was perfect. I think Sammy got more out of it this way than if he just beat Bobby Lashley. I agree. Yeah. Cause like you said, cause that's what, like you just mentioned that, you know, what does Sammy Zayn love to do? He'd love to complain and he can definitely do this and work this for a while now. They all, you know, Bobby Lashley really never beat me, blah, 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 all this shit and everything like that. But it's going to be exciting to see what can come about this with Sammy Zayn. You know, who is he going to fight next? Definitely. Um, and the Hurt Business on Raw, uh, Bobby Lashley was in a qualifying match against Keith Lee. And MVP just ran in and attacked Keith Lee okay. for the DQ. Oh. That didn't make any sense. I, like, I think this might set up something where they have Keith Lee and Riddle as a tag team down the road because, you, as we saw earlier in that before that happened, Matt Riddle was making business propositions with MVP about pizza-flavored yogurt, which I thought was fucking retarded. I mean, they're making Matt Riddle look really dumb, and I'm, I'm really not liking it. I thought that was a great segment. That's, that's his character, dude. He's like a stoner, like, goofball. That was bad. Come on. Pizza flavored yogurt, they're better than that. I mean, I don't think I didn't I didn't enjoy it because I was like, oh, pizza flavored yogurt, that's funny. I enjoyed it because like, oh, Riddle's doing his thing. He almost broke MVP when he's like, I'm not your bro. Like it was I thought it was hysterical. Yeah. And Riddle's great. Um, MVP carried it well. You know, it is what it is. Um, I love Riddle. I, I really I like think Riddle. He's great. They're, they're, he's getting a couple wins. I, I think Clem Makes you make a good point. Maybe they team him and Keith Lee together. If let's say if Benjamin and Cedric win the tag titles, maybe AJ wins the triple threat, goes on and does it, do you do an AJ Drew program for the title? And maybe you have Keith Lee and Riddle feud with the Hurt Business. That could be fun. I like it. Do they team in NXT at all? Um, I don't think they teamed in NXT, but last year when they did the SmackDown after the Saudi Arabia show, when they couldn't get everybody in. So they had the NXT guys, they had Riddle and Keith Lee teamed up and like chased down Sami Zayn. They hit their finishers on him in the ring, Wait, but I don't think they were ever a traditional tag team. Weren't they NXT tag champs? Or am I- no, it was Riddle and Pete Dunne. Dunne. Okay. It was. I knew I would thought, but they- I under, I can understand Clem, I can understand how you could confuse Pete Dunn and Keith Lee. So I'll let that one slide. As long as, long as the common mistake. All right. But listen, my problem with these matches, when you advertise, when you, when you go out there and you say, all right, we're going to do Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. And like, you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, that's interesting. But you're like, they both can't really lose. How are they going to do this? But they always do this where it's like a nonsensical finish where neither person really looks good in the process. Why even have the match? That was like three quarters of the matches on Raw on Monday. It happens all the time. They do it. They had yeah. the the New Day match with the, what looked like a botch, and it was the, the count out. They had to restart it. Xavier won with a sunset flip. They had the Oscar versus Lana match was a DQ, and then they added a tag match, which ended up being a, a roll up or a count out or something. Yeah, and then the Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley match. And then AJ, Randy Orton ended Schmazzy when, when Bray Wyatt came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. It, it's a lot of 50, 50 booking. It's that's, a lot of, word. Yep. it's not, it's just not committing. There's no commitment yep. Yep. to a wrestler. I don't care who it is. If you're, if you want somebody 
to be in a program, have them win a match. If it was that, AJ, if it problem. was Randy exactly. Orton. I don't care if they continued to have Randy Orton McIntyre. As long as, oh, look, Randy Orton beat AJ and it was clean. Fine. As long as there's a definitive winner. Otherwise, how many times can so you much. watch just the nonsense? Oh, look, the ref got to 10. Oh, look, there was a chair. It's just, it's too much. Yeah, the 50-50 booking was a perfect word because it's either a screwy finish or they have a clean finish so the next person, the guy who lost, wins the next week. Right. So every time. That's how it's been for years, brother. Yeah, it's not new. <laughs> it's, it's not, not new, new at all. It's, it's increasingly frustrating. Yep. But I feel like this Monday, usually it'll happen. Oh, it happened in the main event. Oh, it happened in that mid-card title match earlier in the show. I feel like it was every match on Monday. That's that's why I had the big gripe about it. Um, we got three matches left on the Survivor Series card. Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Uh, Sasha gets the win. I think that was the right way to go. Awesome. Um, I feel they don't they don't do anything with Asuka. I feel like they have no interest in Asuka. She was just, oh, that's Asuka. We'll give her the title because there's nobody else. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad to say because there are credible wrestlers on Raw. Like, I, like I've mentioned time and time again, but we don't need to get into that now. But it's just like, I'm like, I'm kind of tired of seeing Asuka. Now they're making her like into this big joke. I was going to even text in the group chat today. I was like, yo, remember when Sasha, I mean, Asuka was cool and like awesome and a badass. Now she's this joke and she was like this. She pulled that terrible promo on SmackDown this past Friday. It, it was it wasn't good. I just I'm not a fan of anything she's doing right now. It's kind of the problem when you build a division around five women and one gets pregnant and one gets hurt. So <laughs> you, don't really have, you don't really have much more to to do. It's true. It's true. You have realistically the the women on the main roster who you could say are credible could carry a story. You have. Uh, Bailey and Sasha, who have been on SmackDown. You have Charlotte and Becky, who you just said are gone. The other two, you have Asuka, and you could say Alexa Bliss. You could put her in that same category. Alexa Bliss obviously isn't doing that right now. She's tied up with Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, which I'm not saying is bad. That's fine, but it's just you take somebody out of the division. And then Asuka can do that, but she needs somebody, she needs a partner. She needs a foil. She can't just say, oh, look, nobody's ready for Asuka. And she does her dance and she shrieks and whatever. And then it's like, oh, look how crazy that Asuka is. That's terrible. (laughs) You're absolutely right. But like, even when you said, like you said, like they take Alexa Bliss out of it. Like I love the Fiend storyline. So I'm not mad. Like Alexa isn't in like the title picture or whatnot. But again, with Alexa comes Nikki Cross. So you're taking Nikki Cross out now. And now really the only credible wrestler left on Raw to potentially face uh oscar is lacey evans and i'm not saying give lacey evans the title but at least you know i am i think they should i i am saying give lacey evans the title yeah at this point i wouldn't hate awesome i wouldn't hate thought she looked very good at survivor series and we're gonna get to that match which i loved i loved everything about the women's five-on-five match except for the finish (laughs) i thought the match was great um you have Lana, obviously, the sole survivor. And we called that. <laughs> it's, it's just... Did you go on? So did you guys watch the documentary or no? I, I didn't. No, I didn't watch it. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I was planning on it. I just didn't. I had zero atten- a- intentions on doing that. <laughs> Here's my issue with this Lana story. 
first off, the, the biggest issue is that she can't work because you figure someone's getting bullied. She's getting bullied. Eventually, she'll get one up on Nia Jack. Matt, 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 Matt. She can't work. She can't talk. But besides that. Sure. <laughs> I Yeah, but you figure, oh, you know, eventually she's going to get one up on Nia Jax, but that can't happen because she's not all of a sudden going to be like, wow, she can work. What's the because, payoff? Exactly. And my the biggest argument is she's getting bullied she's sitting there crying and you're supposed to feel bad for her you're supposed to have some sympathy it's not like they're kids at the school table like she's a grown woman on for lack of a better phrase a fighting show a show about fighting so she's sitting there on the steps She's not, I think she's, I don't think she deserves the same thing. She just looks like a geek. She's sitting there like, oh, I'm so sad. Guess what? Nobody, man or woman or who, nobody in the WWE on any show would ever react like that. No. Because it, it, and even when she tagged herself in and she was in the ring, look, she's obviously not good, but it was like the worst we've ever seen her. I think they're playing up the fact that she's bad. She was very slow. Everything was sloppy. I just don't, like Mark said, I just don't get what the payoff for this. There is no payoff. Dude. The payoff is that she's going to win the title. That's the payoff. No. If they had, oh, no. they oh, my God. They're going to win the tag titles. Her, her and Oscar are going to win the tag titles. Who the hell cares? I bet you Lana wins the women's title, and she wins it at WrestleMania. How much do you want to bet? Let's all bet this is gonna be the worst WrestleMania of all time. Then I don't want to put money on it because if it happens, I want to be annoyed. I don't. That's want to got be that's got pre-show written all over it. Whether WrestleMania is WrestleMania, but she can win the what's what's the uh, the battle royal? She can win that the fabulous Moolah battle royal. Sure, <sighs> that's that's actually a good point. Maybe she wins that. But mm-hmm. um, so this match though, aside from Lana, Peyton Royce came in, looked really good. Corey Graves had the line of the night. When she had, I don't remember who it was. She had somebody in a submission into the, in the ropes, and Corey Graves said, "Oh, I'd give that move a perfect ten because she's married to the man formerly known as Ty Dillinger." Enjoyed oh, that. I didn't even pick up on that. Um, Peyton Royce looked really good. Lacey Evans, I think, was the MVP of the match on Raw. Her and Bianca, oh, Natalia didn't look good. She botched the submission real bad. And then just locked in the sharpshooter. Yeah, it's real bad. Natalia. That's classic Natalia, though. <laughs> That's classic Natty. Did you she, know she graduated she, from the Hart Family Dungeon? She she's a step behind everybody else. And like these newer women that come up, they're like freaks in nature. They're super athletic. It's like it hurts to watch Natalia run the ropes. It it does because. Like like Mark just uh I mean like Drew just said sorry she graduated from the Hart Family Dungeon you expected her legacy Owen Hart Kevin Hart Jim Nanville Nyhart all the the big the the Hart Foundation Kevin Hart did he just say Kevin Hart he did oh I'm just gonna stop now I thought you said Kevin Hart as a joke I guess you were really serious I I really said Kevin you know what I watched the stand up the other last night so that's probably why oh my goodness stop it. Fire me. Fire me. Not great, Clem. Not great. Here's here's my point about Natalia, though, to argue with the point I'm assuming Clem was about to make about her being a member of the Hart family. Natalia used to be very good in the ring. 
she was great because it was a different era of women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. She was at the top for a very long time, longer than most people. And they tell you that every week. It's like the only one. It was like her and Beth Phoenix. (laughs) But now the, the capabilities of these women in the ring are so much more advanced. And she, she doesn't really stack up with the Sasha Banks or the Baileys or the Charlottes. Are you kidding? Obviously, Becky, the four of them, but it's just, it's apples and oranges with the in-ring work. Like, she did a great job, I guess you could say, paving the way for these women, but it's like the women now surpassed her immensely. It's it's crazy. Did uh, did Peyton Royce do anything on Raw after pinning Bailey? Did they do anything with that at all? I don't think so. I didn't watch Raw in its entirety, so I don't want to just come out and say why the hell didn't Peyton do something, but nothing? Uh, no one has anything that Peyton I did? I feel like they didn't. That's terrible. Like, yeah. first, Bailey got eliminated first in like a millisecond. She did nothing, which is okay, whatever, but like... If you build upon and that. build off, have Peyton come out and say, I just beat Bailey. I want to challenge Asuka. I'm in. Yeah. Well, Lana was the sole survivor, so she got the challenge Asuka. I, I know. I, I watched. I saw. They should do something with Bianca Belair. Yeah. ASAP. So Bianca, they had an opportunity to make Bianca Belair into the next big star. She's down three on one. You could argue two on one. And in any other scenario, you got to think she comes all the way back to win. But the way they booked her, booked Shayna's elimination, she just knocked Shayna out. She knocked Bianca out. Shayna gets eliminated because she... Didn't follow the rules. Okay, you keep her looking strong. Nia gets counted out. I, t- I was hoping she just deadlifted Nia Jax because I definitely think she can. She absolutely could. And they should have done so- – and if she, can- I'm not- if she can't, she can't. But she should have done something. With what they ended up doing, the back body drop over the barricade, it's like, wow, that's kind of impressive. Nia Jax is very big. Bianca Belair is super strong. And then she gets, she didn't get back in the ring. Now Lana's the only one left. I would have at least preferred like Lana snuck up on whoever the last person was. Like if Bianca hit some ridiculous move on Nia Jax, pinned her, and then all of a sudden Lana rolls her up and gets the three count because everybody forgot about Lana. The double count out is just, it insults your intelligence. Yeah, I, Matt, I 100% agree. Like that's what I thought they were going to do. Like I thought it was going to come down to Lana versus Bianca. Bianca's just going to dominate her the whole time or whatever. Something to the fact and then Lana gets like one move in, rolls her up, and then that's it. Like Not even a move, just a pin. Yeah. Just a roll up. Terrible. <laughs> Where do you think we go from here? What's what's next week for Lana? Ugh, I don't even want to. I can't like, you know what's next? Is, a lot of me throwing up. That's that's what's next week for Lana. Because is, it, is it a tag title match? Probably. Yeah, the one of the tag titles, uh, who cares? Other waste again, but uh, the girls' tag titles don't matter. It's their fault, not it's not our fault for not caring. It's their fault for not making us care. Yep, 100% agree. They had tag teams, they had credible tag teams, but they were like, oh no, let's just break up all the way. The thing is, like, every every year, I'm really excited for the two five on five matches, like, really excited. And when you have one a clean sweep and one like Lana winning on technicality, it just Totally takes all the air out of you. Like I was totally deflated. I was literally the main event saved the whole entire show for me, but I was literally mad going into the main event. I was like, "This is this sucks." 
I think Sasha uh, versus um, Oscar. Os- yeah, Oscar was a great match. It was really good. Top to bottom, I don't think it was that bad. It's just like you said, the way the five on five matches went on. Like I think Raw sweeping was fine. It's not what you want, but I didn't hate it. Street Profits New Day was great. Lashley, Sami Zayn got, did what it needed to do. I enjoyed it. Sasha Asuka was very good. Like I said, the women's five-on-five, five, I really enjoyed. And then the finish. And then you get to the main event with Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. They did everything I thought they'd do except for no Sheamus, which I'll get over. Um, Roman gets the win. Jey Uso's back in his good graces. Drew looks strong still. And Roman is a superstar. They this brought was, up, they brought up uh, at the beginning of the match, I think Michael Cole brought up about the Miz uh, having, having the ability to cash in, and then they never just did anything with it. I don't know what the plan could be there. I picked that up, too. I think that was weird that they even mentioned that, because these two men were dead. Like, McIntyre literally, like, passed out. Like, to even mention that the Miz could cash in tonight, like, why even do that and, like, tease that when these two just put each other through hell and McIntyre passed out? Yeah. Like, he would obviously come if it was like a real scenario he would come and cash in I, I don't know it's weird yeah I don't know I don't know what the plan is for Miz going forward I think he's going to hold it for a while he has, it he kind of has to with these two right he I mean he's got till May but I think he'll hold it well into the, the new year I, get, I bet you he cashes in at Mania he probably cashes in Mania they did actually give Otis a nice showing in the five on five match, so maybe he's not totally dead yet. He wasn't bad. He did look good. I thought he looked good. And I, you know what? I do like the idea of the Otis Chad Gable pairing. They have history. They were on uh, the Olympic trials team together. They that's fun. I could uh, I, whatever they can do to get Chad Gable on my TV, I'll enjoy. Um, I told you guys last week how I feel about Otis. I, I really don't care, yeah. but we'll see what happens. Um, what do you care more about, Otis or Retribution? Retribution. <laughs> Get out of here! You know, were they on Raw? I don't think they were on Raw. They were. <laughs> they. I think they were on main event this week. After beating Team Raw last week, they just took the, the night off. I read something that they were on main event as guests on Miz TV and then they beat up the gobbledygooker. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I heard uh, that. I'm not going to try. I'm not even going to try to wrap my brain around what you just said. <laughs> Continue. So if that, if that's not them being done, I don't know what is, but I will continue to hope that retribution can do something. Um, just put them, just put them on NXT, put them back on NXT and just split them up at this point. NXT is getting fun again. War Games, December 6th. I'm always, I'm always a fan of the Games of War. Uh, Undisputed Era versus the Kings of the Brand. Um, tonight they're doing that. Is that their official name? I don't think it's official, but McAfee's called them the Kings of NXT. Um, tonight they're doing, as we're recording, in about 20 minutes, NXT, 10 minutes, NXT is going to start. They're doing the like they did last year, the Adv- War Games Advantage ladder match. It's, oh, that's right. It's yeah. Pete Dunne versus somebody in the Undisputed Era they didn't announce. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, Probably Roddy. 
Maybe. I wouldn't Roddy, doubt it. Roddy's like king of the ladder match, right? Uh, I wouldn't doubt that it's Kyle O'Reilly. Um, no, Rod, Roddy. Uh, <laughs> not Kyle O'Reilly. Fucking Rod, Roderick Strong. Roddy. No, I know. I'm saying Kyle oh, O'Reilly. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, what else is going on? It looks Now it looks like there's a big feud. Gargano and Damian Priest with Leon Ruff. Um, see what happens. He can I work. I saw a 20-second uh, Twitter clip of every time, like, Regal Yield War games. It was, it was enjoyable. I liked it. <laughs> I love when he says it, dude. Big, big, uh, big Mr. Regal, guys. Um, Cameron Grimes and Damian Priest last week was really fun. Cameron Grimes to the moon. Uh, what else is going you like on? Cameron, do you guys like Cameron Grimes? I do. Clem does. He does nothing for me, dude. I think he's funny. He's funny. Yeah, Clem, just thinks he, Clem just thinks he looks gross. He does look gross. He needs like he needs like merch or like a shirt or something, dude. I think that's the point. Give, give him some merch and I'll be good. Like, oh, and you know what else? Tim Thatcher versus Champa looks like that'll happen at some point. That'll be fun. Very cool. I bet they do that at War Games. Uh, and then the only other thing, who's going to wrestle Finn Balor? Uh, it still remains to be seen. I My money is still on Kushida. But who knows? Uh, Did you see the thing that was uh, Finn Balor put up on his Instagram? I put in. I think I put it in our group chat. The thing that we talked about last week on the we episode didn't talk about it get uploaded. Week. Yeah, the picture of Adam Cole, Finn, and AJ. I'm losing it. <laughs> we see Hornswoggle yesterday on TNA. I did. Yes. <laughs> because uh, Brian Myers, formerly known as Kurt Hawkins. Can they get in trouble? Oh for no, that? it wasn't Kurt Hawkins. It was it was Gals and Anderson. They had promoted a phenomenal tag team partner in their six man. Awesome. Hornswoggle was also on AEW last week. Did you guys see that? No. He, he was in the Vegas Inner Circle skit. They did. I highly recommend it. It was a great watch. They did a Hangover spoof, and at the end, the day after, when they find the baby, it's Hornswoggle in a diaper crying. <laughs> Um, it was. Drew, I, was I was wondering that too if they can get in trouble, but apparently they never said his name. They said like, could it be? They said like, did they have his name on the on the Titantron? Yeah, but I think they they, they have that though. I think they're like allowed to do that because it's like oh, okay. Titantron that TNA owns or something. It was a whole thing. Yes, I didn't I didn't see it. I saw pictures, but I think that's funny. That was funny. Funny meme that came out about that. It was like, wow, they make the Funko Pops AJ Styles life size now. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else we got next week, a week from today is, uh, oh, I almost said Dean Ambrose, uh, John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, AEW world title match. I'm very excited for that. Um, otherwise AEW, uh, I don't know anything that's booked today off the top of my head. I think there's a women's title match actually. Sheeta versus Anna J join the dark order. Um, Did otherwise you guys see the, uh, the, uh, contract signing for Kenny Omega and John Moxley. Yeah. Uh, is that this week? Didn't they that do that last week? week? And Moxley didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about that last week? No. No. Because we because we recorded Tuesday. Right. Yeah. So we didn't talk about it. So it didn't happen. Um. Yeah. So maybe somebody beat up Moxley. Who knows? Also, I think it's somebody from Japan. How about the most John Moxley thing ever? He announced that Renee is pregnant in his promo. Very cool. Funny. So yeah. How long is she pregnant? How long has she been pregnant? Like. I, you know, you know what? They, they didn't tell me. <laughs> it didn't well, doesn't matter. It's probably recent. Congratulations. I can't imagine more than a month and a half, two months. No. That, that, the fact that nobody knew. John Moxley and Renee. 
confirmed sex average. Could it could have just happened? Uh, my only other thing, I mean NXT and AEW, we'll see as the weeks go on. Um, Raw was Raw. The only thing is, we're now past Survivor Series. We're in that like my favorite season of wrestling. Royal Rumble's coming up. Early picks. We're not there yet. Early Survivor Series is over. We're there. Early pick. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We're there. Early picks. Who is winning the men's Royal Rumble? Oof. Fiend. And wrestling who at WrestleMania? Drew. I don't know. I'm trying to think because I, I literally just thought of this right now. I didn't prepare. I'll take Seth to win the Rumble and fight Roman. Oh, Seth just won the Rumble two years ago. No. Do it, do it again. Why not? I don't care. I like that. You know why I don't care? And I think that's a good idea because I didn't even remember. He said <laughs> Seth to fight Roman. And I was like, wow, that's a really good idea. They very intentionally not had either of them. Like, they haven't done anything on SmackDown together. Yeah. Um, I think if there's no rock at WrestleMania, if there's, that no, makes sense, there's uh... no rock, I think that it depends. I feel like they'll either do Daniel Bryan Roman or Daniel Bryan Seth. Yeah. And it just depends on is the Rock going to be there or not. Um, DB is a good one too. Who do I think is going to win the Royal Rumble? I see. Uh, here's my hot take. Edge wins the Rumble fight. I, I was thinking that too to then face if Orton gets the title back. I don't know. How about Keith Lee? My best friend. I like that. Keith Lee to wrestle. Drew. I feel like Drew doesn't take the title to Mania. I, I, I don't know who does, but I don't think it'll be Drew. Yeah, I, I agree. I can't see Drew holding the title in Mania, but I but I also agree that I don't know who could it be, who it could be. Could be the Miz. Uh, I'd be excited to see AJ Styles maybe win the Rumble. There's a lot, yeah, that'd be hype. I think there's a lot of credible guys on Raw that could potentially fight. To be honest with you, I'd like to see AJ Styles win this triple threat next week and beat Drew McIntyre for the title. Yes. Yes. And then the whoever babyface wins the Rumble can wrestle AJ Styles. Yeah. That's what I would like to see. Do we think Matt Riddle has a shot at winning the Rumble? No. Not this year. No. 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 I'm in like the United States title picture. Like I like him a lot, and I think he's great in the ring. Don't get me wrong, but like, I think they're gonna wait on him. Yeah, his match with Sheamus was awesome. Like that was like good. so good. I was going nuts. Sheamus has been very good lately. He's been really good too. Yep. Love me some Shamo. I was so surprised he lost. You just figured like he was gonna win that tournament, and then he was gonna start his thing with Drew. Right. How about how about Big E for the Royal Rumble? I don't think a lot of people are saying it, but I don't think they decide to do something with them. Possible. I'm just trying to, you know, you know, Kevin Owens, Lars Sullivan, maybe, maybe like an (laughs) NXT guy, maybe like a Adam Cole. What if they just totally strap the rocket to Damian Priest because he's got a sick look? Um, yeah, well, they tried doing that with with Alistair Black, and then this never did anything. It didn't happen. You know, you know what I'm thinking. Every time some a name has popped in my head for a Royal Rumble, like a oh big surprise return, or oh look who thought he was gonna win, the only name I can think of is Samoa Joe. I want him to wrestle again so bad. I don't think that's like a amazing reaction if Samoa Joe comes back. Are you kidding me? I don't, know. I don't think so. Oh. <sighs> 
I, like, I think it'd be cool, but I don't think people are losing their minds if Samoa Joe's music. I'm losing my mind. Unfortunately, I agree. I don't think he has the same value as these other guys were saying. He like, pops up least... from the announcer's desk and walks to the ring, takes off his suit, and just. No, I don't need that. Just it. don't, just don't have him on commentary. No, I have him on commentary. No, but I... absolutely, because they did that with ABL. Cole Lawler and JBL, and it was a mess. No, you just. You have but him do commentary. Joe. No, say he does commentary earlier in the night for the WWE uh, title match, and then he's not on the panel for the Rumble. Say it's Cole, Graves, and Saxton. And then, oh, look, Samoa Joe is number 26 or whatever. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, but that's like, to me, that's like the perfect. I think he would get a good pop. I just don't think like it'd be like, like like when Cena returned at the Rumble in 08 or something like that. It wouldn't be like, or even like Edge returning last year. I don't think it'll be a pop like that, but it'll be like, oh. Like, I'm saying I'm saying if he wins, I think it's flat. Where like when his music hits, people will be like, oh, it's Mojo's back. That's cool. Rumble pop. Yeah. But then like if he throws over Roman or whoever and wins, it's like, oh, he just won the Rumble. I don't know if it's going to be like the reaction that you guys think it's going to be. sick, bro. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I just would enjoy it. And that's all okay. I care about. Um. Is there anybody else that would be cool if they won the Rumble? Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I was thinking Daniel Bryan, but I feel like he don't need it. I mean, Cena's always a possibility. He needs one more title. Cena to take the title off of Randy Orton, who wins it back. And there's number 17. Cena's always in the back of my mind whenever we Book do it. this. Book it. He's another guy, though. If there's no fans, he's not going to be at WrestleMania. Um, all right. That's all I got. Women's Rumble. Yeah, you just got to skip over the Women's Rumble. Now? Women's Rumble, Charlotte. No. She won last year. No. Yeah, Bianca. Uh, I think Bianca. It, it'll probably be Ronda Rousey as much as I hate to say it. Boo. Uh, I, I will go out and say either Bianca or Shayna Baszler. I don't hate either of those as well. Like, if yeah. I did Ronda, I would pick Bianca. If it's not – if Ronda doesn't show up, it's one of those two. Yeah. Bianca, Sasha. That's money. That'd yeah, be, it is. That'd be very fun. Or, you know what? Here's the, here's the thing, though. This was the argument for Charlotte last year winning. Because everyone's was like, oh, Charlotte doesn't need it. She doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble. But, like, it was the third women's Royal Rumble. You need the biggest stars to win the Rumble. So you can look back and say, oh, Charlotte, a former Royal Rumble winner. So in that sense. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey won the Royal Rumble. I don't hate Bailey winning and like putting a real ending to her and Sasha. Because then story. they can do they can do real Sasha versus Bailey. Yeah, I don't hate that that's that's my real pick. Bailey for Sasha Bailey at Mania, make it happen. Um, you guys got anything? That's it. We got a few minutes till uh, NXT and Dynamite. Those are two things I'd like to enjoy. I think we're all good. All right, all right. So. Um, hopefully at this point you've listened to this week's episode um, unlike last week's episode that did not get uploaded looking at you Clem uh, I was thinking about calling you something else but I didn't, I didn't want to call you the stone the stone that's what you were thinking anyway uh, that'll do it for me for Mark Sanger Drew Video, Chris Clem this has been another phenomenal forum.